Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! Welcome to episode eight of the Nailed It Wall. This week we have a very special guest, aka S Squared, aka Sam I Am, aka Mrs. Schofield's son. Woo. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. And I'm Sam Schofield. Clearly very excited on an early Saturday morning <laughs> to be joining us on the Nailed It Wall. Yeah. I'm so excited just because uh, we meet so many awesome people, so many people that we love to learn from and do these cool things. And a big part of our podcast was always kind of getting these people to come on and talk. I'm so proud that we have our man Sam here. That's right. He's yeah. going to be proud in a second here. But uh, over the years, I've done so many cool things with Sam in and out of the classroom. Oh, I forgot. To, did you say Mrs. Schofield? I did. Oh, you yeah. did? Okay. I thought I, I thought I cut everybody off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. I've known Sam for four years. Four mm-hmm. years ago, right. he was scared to come to my classroom. Yep. And then I have him again <laughs> to start off the year here. Mm-hmm. We've done first Lego League, Rubik's Cube, just some of the coolest Minecraft. things. Minecraft. I, I love being around this kid, and he's, he's going to drop some knowledge with us today. But we always like to start our episodes off with, how did we nail it this week? And we'll see, you have some pretty epic stories here. Okay, so I did have some really big highs this year, or so far, in our week long, uh, our first full week. So this week, I had the kids do some kind of a digital citizenship Project. Um, I feel like it's a really important topic to hit with eighth grade students, middle school in general, but definitely eighth grade before they go off to high school. And I saw some uh, fails last year of gaps in their understanding. So I kind of put it on the kids and they did a little research. They picked one specific topic. Um, and so one of the options I gave them this time was to put their project in the form of a podcast to educate their peers. So it had to be for their peer level. Uh, about digital citizenship in one topic and one group did this awesome podcast and apparently I want to give a shout out to uh, Fruit Salad it's a podcast on Spotify it's a student podcast they're looking for more listeners so we'll tell them how like they uh, they said they got their first sponsor yeah they got their they've got their first sponsor so there's another podcast app that uh, one of my students, this student, told me about. It's called Anchor. And so that's what he has been using. And his dad and his uncle also have their own podcast as well. And so I guess Anchor sponsored them. It's their first sponsor. And so that's what he told me. We got our first sponsor. I think it was like $50. I can't remember what the sponsorship was. But then the other student said, well, yeah, but it was Anchor. And we have to get to like, I don't even know what they said, like 50,000 50, streams. Yeah, like... something like that. So still, that's, you know, we don't have a sponsor yet. So. <laughs> But, you know, we're, but we're open, so if anyone wants to sponsor us. But that was really cool. And just hearing, that wasn't the only group. So that uh, student has background and experience with podcasting. But then a whole another group that was amazing. They've never, never done it before. And they used the Opinion app. And their stuff was so amazingly well done thought through and it just it was really impactful so I'm super excited to see kids starting to do the podcast world um, at our school well then talk a little bit about like your first week when you kind of showed them the nailed it wall like how excited they got about like podcasting yeah they really were so when I told them about the podcast that we had started and, and talked about how our vision is to expand that also to include student voice and that there wasn't just one opportunity that really anybody that felt that they wanted to use this forum 
is welcome to do that this year and the the conversations that generated and just their enthusiasm and excitement about wanting to do this and some kids not really thinking that what they have to say they hadn't really thought of using a podcast in that way but we're trying to get kids to kind of sit down and start thinking about actually when some of the kids wanted to do the podcast for this project they said okay we'll go get the mics and the computer and I'm like whoa whoa (laughs) (laughs) that's we're talking like small scale first for this project but it was cool because they're starting to want to go in that direction which I was super pumped about and then I I haven't had a chance to listen to it you sent it to me and you were you were super pumped you said they they had some kinks to work out and not that our podcast is perfect but just so excited that they're they they took this on that's so cool and the beautiful thing about it is it's an age-appropriate podcast where you're listening to eighth grade students grappling with a topic and it's just like being a fly and you know on the wall in a conversation with them and I just I loved that about it so kinks yes but also it's just very genuine and authentic student voice and I I really really am excited to see what kids do with that this year because it's I like that it's unpolished and I like that it was just so authentically them I'm inspired I want to listen to it right now and we've had Joshua the last four years on the Rubik's Cube team and we never even knew he had a podcast and the coolest thing is like that his dad and his uncle have a podcast as well and so it this is this is the new thing and Mm -hmm. you know it's so exciting kind of see all these people excited about it do you want to talk about how you missed the mark a little bit this week yeah so I have been trying to get to the gym and trying to you know teachers we try and find the balance and so trying to get like healthy make good choices with that and so I've been meeting Mrs. Badger I want to give her a shout out in the mornings at the gym 5 a.m. I'll tell you that feels really early so the first day I was so proud of myself for getting there I forgot to lay out my shoes so I had to sneak in around my dog so I you know nailed that that was fine I get there and I do my whole workout and I get to the car I brought the wrong shoes so got blisters I take them off immediately I'm in my socks. I realize I don't have my phone. I left it somewhere in the gym. So I was not about to put those shoes back on because blisters hurt. So I just walked back in with my socks. So that was the first fail. Found my phone, thankfully. Then come to find out as soon as I got home that I forgot to put on my Apple Watch for the day. So I, it's basically no like credit. you don't exercise yes. because you get no credit. <laughs> Even though you know you did it, it's, there's no proof that you did it. And so it feels like it voided every all my hard work. So I have remembered to bring that the other days however i was very disheartened that i have no credit for that so yeah if you don't have that digital footprint it didn't happen it's kind of like if it's not on twitter it didn't happen s squared have you nailed it this week my man uh well i accidentally um let's see here i probably i went or no i over the weekend i had to write an essay and i thought it was due on monday but then I uh, so I typed it up and stuff, and then I turned it in, and then I realized it wasn't due till Friday. So that was wow. pretty. You're pretty ahead of the game there. I mean, it could <laughs> it could have been a lot worse if it went the I mean, other way. So yeah, that's true. so that that's a win right there. Um, now I heard your dog is notorious for chewing remote controls. How many controllers has he has he digested by now? Uh, around six. Around six controllers. Yeah, something now, like that. Now, did Blue recently? grab another controller yes he did was that your fault or is that 
The world may never know. The world may never know. <laughs> All right. It's off the record there. It's uh, off the record. Interesting. Um, so okay. uh, I, I love that you shared that S squared. Um, and I love that you nailed it in a good way there. I, I, in the course of a week, so many things happen to you as a teacher. So many moments, little stories. And I think my favorite thing is last week I talked about like teaching first graders about accepting failure and, you know, how we really learn uh, from all those failures, which ultimately leads to our success. Mrs. Orr came up to me. She's our fifth grade ELA teacher. She came up to me in passing and she's like, I just have to tell you this story. And I wish like, because I'm not going to capture it or do it any justice. She comes up to me and uh, she was going out to recess to get the kids and a soccer ball. Uh, came trickling towards her and she went to give it her best boot and teacher shoes you know and I guess she totally flailed and missed and then out of nowhere and fifth grade and first grade have recess together this little girl comes up to her just screaming in her face and she's like you failed you failed and it was awesome and like you know and Mrs. Orr is like taking it in and uh and she's like you should be so proud that you failed and you took a chance and she's like I had STEM today and I was just like, you know, like when people tell you stories, you get like welled up, you get tears in your eyes. And it was like just tears of laughter just because she was just telling the story so animated. And I was like, I just want to know who this kid was. And like, I want to celebrate that kid to the moon and back. And I was just so excited. Uh, and another thing, like so much happens, like, you know, like with your kids and things you say. And this year we're going to be using Thunkable to create apps and I talked about the kids going through the whole app development process and how we can get it on the Android marketplace versus iOS devices with this one website we're going to use and they're like can we charge for our apps I'm like it's your apps it's like your your creativity is your work and then the next one was like do we get get to keep the money I'm like of course I'm like this is and then so Braden went home and told Mrs. Perry our amazing second grade teacher uh, that he's going to be rich he's going to be rich he's going to be selling his apps on there which was awesome. So that I, is so awesome. I, 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 those moments are such such a high uh, for you as teachers. But you know, with every high, there's always lows that kind of come in. And you know, this year, Liz Reyes, who's our new STEM teacher at Legend Springs, she was introduced me to collaborative art. So like, each student gets a small section that they need to color, and then they need to work together to put these like pieces together. And we were doing like the Andy Warhol, Marilyn Monroe, like Albert Einstein one. And I'm just gonna say it was it, it was a lot of work. I, I could have done a better job modeling this first grade group. Uh, you told me I was taking a chance, and I was like, I was like, I'm swinging for the fences with this first grade group, and it was it's gonna be a learning a learn experience, and you know it's gonna be something that we're gonna celebrate a nice modge podge of artwork that we're gonna celebrate together, which I'm excited. That's gonna but be awesome. I, I, I've reined it in a little bit. I'm like, okay, maybe not first grade. <laughs> Liz, Liz successfully pulled it off with her first graders, and uh, I, I was impressed there. Uh, with all that being said, I think we're ready to get into it. Uh, that was a lot of uh, nailed it, failed it to kick off for a week here. Uh, but the biggest thing about this podcast, I think, is you know we want you know what are the students into? We want to have such a big part. We talked about students already starting to do podcasts yeah. and talking about these things. Sam, are there any podcasts that you listen to? Um, no, not necessarily. Um, I watch some YouTubers that sometimes do podcasts, and I'll occasionally listen to them, but not necessarily. No. <laughs> yeah. So these YouTubers, do they would they put their podcasts on YouTube? Like, yeah, that something how you, like, like that. Kinda... Yeah. Okay. Now, have you ever been on a podcast? 
This is my first this time. This is your first time. All right. Well, we're excited to have you on here. Now, Sam, he, he's passionate about everything he does. There's this whole big boom. Like I said, we want to know, like, what are the kids into? What are they interested in? Esports, Sam. For all those listening out there, tell us. You, you've inspired me like that. My, my next big push is to go into the esports directions with kids and this whole process. So tell, tell our listeners, what are esports? Esports is uh, now a sp- sport, technically. Um, it's basically. What do you mean technically? Well, um, a lot of people don't consider it a sport, but I, I would definitely consider it a sport. Why would you consider it a sport? Because it takes skill and it takes practice, and you need to get good at what you do to get on a team. So it's right, go exactly on. Like, Sorry, I interrupted. No, it's fine. You're in the um, zone. Yeah. So esports it can be anywhere from Rocket League to Minecraft, honestly. Um, it's sweeping the nation. It's doing really well. Some um, even colleges will give out uh, scholarships for um, esports, which is pretty crazy. And um, some, I saw this thing on YouTube, and it was this video showing that there was this hotel that actually this esport team goes to in China that has in their lobby they have multiple gaming setups and they practice that's where they practice and then they go to their event pretty cool wow. yeah that's a that's a good explanation now espn is actually aaron uh is aaron like they have a big contract with esports and the 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 viewers are through the roof now explain to our our listeners what is twitch because i i really don't understand do you know what twitch is i've not heard of that you have not heard of it. what is twitch twitch is the second best streaming platform in the game now because what's number one then because i clearly don't know what's number one okay so youtube's number one and then yeah. twitch is number two twitch messed up recently so that's why they went down what was that what was their mess up well um they they um are targeting uh famous streamer ninja um, to in, in he, so to very badly that they're targeting him. He left Twitch platform and went to Mixer. So um, Mixer is owned by Microsoft, right? Yes, I it didn't is. know that. Okay, so you can stream on. Oh, can you tell us about Ninja? So who oh, is yeah. Ninja? So Ninja is a um, video game player. He's professional. He doesn't. He's not in a like a gaming house or anything. Like there's Phase and TSM, but he's not in it any of those he's just kind of a one-man machine and he plays all kinds of video games um uh, fortnite um apex legends which is very similar and all kinds of different things he's very interactive with everybody and he's super nice to his chat and yeah that's pretty cool i i I love that now what percentage if i ask students if i ask like grade wise what percentage do you think they know who Ninja is? I'd say probably around 95%. 95%. And so Ninja is, so he, he's like he's like the biggest like superstar in the world in this video game world, on the esports platform. Well, I will have to disagree with you on that. He's, he's popular <laughs> because a lot of people have heard of him, but not a lot of people like him because they think he's just popular and not very good at the video games that he plays and that there are other people that are better. But in my opinion, I think he's great at what he does. And Have you ever been in a, in a battle with uh, 
a lot of the kids said one time, Ninja killed them, and they're telling all their friends, and they're all excited about this. Have you ever been in a, in a game with Ninja? I have not, because I do not play PC, and also I do not stream on NA East, I think he does. And um, so you can't cross-mix the lobbies. So basically you can't have two different consoles play unless they're in the lobby together. Well, so, some, yeah. something that's exciting for me... Minecraft is back. You want yes. to talk about your eighth graders, how much they're... Oh, my gosh. So it, Minecraft it, went away for a little bit. What did we say? Did it take like a two-year hiatus? Yeah, was... something like that. I would say because... So when you were in third grade, we did a Minecraft club because it was really, really pretty popular at that point. And and so we were all in. We loved it. Both of us were pretty bad at it, you and me, Mr. I love I'm still bad at it. I know. <laughs> I'm terrible, but I love it. It's so much fun. And it's fun, but what we recognize straight away is that the kids absolutely love it, but the, the amount that they can learn from it and what they're, the, the skills, the, the problem solving that they're using is, is so applicable to things that we're trying to teach them. And so we loved it right away. But then it pretty much lost steam. And then, yeah. you know, Fortnite came on the scene, and then yeah. that was kind, of, it was kind of an afterthought. Well, so when I got a grant to get iPads, I decided last year, I think it was because you wanted to play Minecraft one morning, and I just thought, well, I'm just going to put these on the iPads. <laughs> that way, you know, when he comes in in the mornings, he can just get on there. And one of the kids saw it last year and said, you have Minecraft on it? Can I use it? And so I decided this year that I would make that something available to them at various times for different things that we do during the year. So. Right now, we're still working out our groups for RTI and things like that, but I want to put some stuff to, in front of them like Rubik's Cubes and uh, Soma Cubes, and, and then I let them do the Minecraft, and they completely lost their minds when they found out that they could do Minecraft, and they're showing me these elaborate worlds that they built, the incredible architecture, just their, how they're mining different things, and they add this and this, and then they get this other thing. Like, they know this world so well, and then the same digital citizenship assignment that the other some students did a podcast a group of boys had asked well could we do our project I don't know if I told you this but can we do our project in Minecraft and I said you know I'm always open to hearing what things kids want to do as far as if they have a different idea of how they want to show me their understanding and so I said you know I asked for them to tell me more and so they basically built something in Minecraft they worked together to build this thing and then they went in and put signs in to teach a lesson and then they did a voiceover to basically have the whole lesson be this teachable moment but it's all in minecraft and it is so cool it is so cool how have you not tweeted that out i know I well mean, seriously. I, I i've had a busy week I've had a busy <laughs> week um but it was like truly amazing and i think for us as educators there's times that kids will they have these different ideas that they're not even they're not on our radar but then you you listen you take a minute to listen to that and you think that's actually incredible and they had so much pride in this and so much engagement they put so much effort into it and so i do need to sit down and look it over and but i just i'm amazed but minecraft is definitely big on the scene again for sure and they ask for it constantly they just want to be on doing that as much as they can again my son this morning uh sam is rain ryan back into the minecraft world which i love like i mean minecraft is probably the most creative like outlet there are for kids in terms of 
the levels that you get to and this morning he's like he's like i don't want to play roblox i'm back on minecraft because of sam and it, it has inspired me seeing like you told me like uh i'm almost one-to-one with my ipads and i just got chromeboxes which you can't get the minecraft education on the the google chromebox platform but you can get it on the ipads and this group has inspired me so much and sam especially he, he always inspires me so uh, these are things that i take from him and i'm like all right i'm finally going to go through this i'm going to do the minecraft education they have an awesome twitter handle playcraft learn and then the minecraft edu like just this whole so, network yeah. and so many things you can do so that's going to be my big push uh, once i get that one-to-one with the ipads to to really unroll that i think like uh for the second quarter i know you do moxie girls but it would be great if you led like a six through eight like minecraft education club i'd love to do like the first through fifth uh minecraft one love to have sam in there as a mentor because <laughs> I, I gotta have someone that has some stuff so it's inspired me to to really go full hearted on this year and do the minecraft education just seeing like what the eighth graders and but why is minecraft back sam it is back because um well first of all everybody says fortnite is no longer a thing and second of all minecraft is back because of how creative you can be and really the kids want something new because they're used to playing some game and they're like i want something new and they're like oh minecraft it's still here i forgot and so they went back to playing it and it started with just some kids and now it's schools and then soon it will be back the entire world back to minecraft you know it's it's the movement and as mr lane was saying um minecraft edu is totally cool it is um a really cool way of doing a lesson and i would love to do that as a lesson that would be so much fun but even like a lot of like I've seen science people, they, they've created cells on oh, like yeah. Minecraft yeah. and it's just like so cool, like that level of thinking, that creativity that they they get to that point mm-hmm. using them the Minecraft platform. Now you said it like Minecraft's not officially back in the esports arena yet, but there there's yeah. been talk that yeah. what's your idea of how Minecraft would look in esports? Um, so there's this tournament called the M six, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, That'd be tough. <laughs> and um, it's a bunch of so YouTubers partner up, and you it's a very excluded um, thing that you get invited to. So two YouTubers partner up, um, and you do you get a different partner every round, and it's a tournament with money that surprise, and you do like parkour, building challenges, all kinds of different stuff, and it's. It's starting to be little, but that's how Fortnite Friday started out. It was just a f- friendly games that you could win some extra money. And then Fortnite was like, oh, well, people like this. Why can't we just turn it into a tournament? So that's what I think is going to happen to Minecraft. Okay. Now, you're talking, uh, I mean, you had an epic summer. Like, we'll, we'll come back to your summer. So let's like, talk about your summer a little bit, all the places you went this summer. Again, we could sit here and talk to you for like two hours. We're trying to we're trying to keep you reined in here. So again, we love having you on here. But you uh, talked at the beginning of the summer about gaming computers. Now, you said there are not a lot of students play on a PC. Now, why why are students not playing on PCs if this is like the preferred like way that these YouTubers and gamers kind of uh, function in the e games world, well, esports? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, some kids just don't want to take the time to transfer over to um, the other consoles or, sorry, my bad, um, other 
areas of gaming like the pc and the pc is probably one of the best ones that you can get because you can it's the lowest um ping which is like the lowest lag um in the game and you have the highest frame rate i'm, I'm learning so much <laughs> I, I hope all of you at home are learning as much as i am right I now i literally feel like we're talking another language <laughs> <laughs> all right go on go on keep it keep it going and so um also the second thing is it's not easy for families to just blow fifteen thousand dollars on a game that's how much a gaming console could potentially cost um overall yes you need the chair the monitor all right so let's break this down from the beginning now now before summer started i hadn't seen you i don't think i saw you all summer no i didn't see you all summer i think i saw you and uh by the way you did a great job painting my green screen there you You were a trooper there helped me out so we're getting ready to go back to school and then somebody a kid just a 16 year old won the yeah. Uh, Fortnite, is it like the Super Bowl? What they call that? The, <laughs> the World Cup. The uh, World Cup. Booga. Yeah, that's his name. Booga. 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 Now, how much money did Booga win? I believe he won $3 million. $3 million. What? And then like I had the he counterpoint that. I'm like, I'm like, and then you said, I was like, I was like, where's Sam's gaming computer? And you just went. Yeah, which I really, I don't think I've fully thanked you for yet. (laughs) So so thank you. So I said, I said, I said, where's your gaming system? And then you said, like, you've been mapping this out in your mind for a while. I stared at my mom and I said, where is it? That's true. True story. Where is it, mom? Keep going. And then that (laughs) night, that night you went home and your mom told me that you, Started rearranging your desk. You're mm-hmm. working out a plan. Yep. And then you guys set goals to yes. kind of uh, to bring this to life there. He yeah. needs a sponsor. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. He needs a sponsor. I need many sponsors. <laughs> many sponsors. So how much would an average chair cost? Uh, around $200. $200. What's the next thing? Is it the monitor? Well, I'm not going to go for the chair first, actually. Um, I'm going to go uh, I don't like the... it, but I respect it. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for the actual the um what, what do you call it the uh actual gaming piece like tower. yeah the tower whatever you want to call it um i'm gonna go for that first because i can borrow one of my dad's monitors to use now that. are you gonna build this tower i know a lot of the kids like yes. are all about like i mean they're literally learning how to there's some kids as young as second grade are building towers with their parents yeah um i'm totally gonna do that once i save enough money to so get what do you it. need in your tower okay like, so you need um a motherboard which takes up most of the stuff and you need um a processor that goes in the center of that and then you need a liquid cooler that cools the motherboard you need a processor i think i already said that um you need a ram which is like storage you need a uh, let's see sometimes actually there are two different times types of processor dual processor does um the rest of that the rest like the other the harder pc work like the game sensitivity and stuff uh then you need um um let's see what is it called a graphic graphics card to make your um your game look better in general and then you need two other um things which are like the keyboard and the mouse which so you, you've clearly done your research. Now these towers, like they gotta have like that cool glow light. You were telling me about like that. So what? So they have like that kind of logo thing and the light. That you were talking about an ambient light or something. RGB. Talk to us. All right. So talk to us about the, this light that's on the tower there. Okay. So RGB. If you don't have a, if you don't have anything with RGB, you're not cool. 
it, RGB is the thing. Shots fired. Yeah. So this is the light that it, like kind of lights on the the tower, right? Yeah. So it's the best what the best look in my opinion is Alienware's um, tower, which has the a little alien face that has RGB behind it. It looks so cool, but I don't think I'm gonna end up with that one. I'm a, I'm gonna end up with a different one, I think. But. And you can control like the light color sensors. Is that is that something you can do? Is there it's always like a different color? Like? You can go from any color in your mind, depending on your budget, and then also you can go uh, strobe lighting. Like, <laughs> that seems different, like a bad like, call. Rainbow. No, it's actually really cool. I, it's oh, I it's very cool. Now, how much would the tower be running right now? So, like, to, to build your own, like, game and tower, what, do, what are we looking at? This is the beefiest part, so you're going to need the most money for this, so probably around $10,000. $10,000, okay. So that's why people are not making the jump from from for the, for the Xbox. One. So they're not going from the Xbox to um, to the PC game in there. $10,000. How much would a monitor cost? Um, uh, let's see. For now, this is all higher budget. Like you could get the tower for a lot less if you want to go cheaper. But a good monitor, a good one that you would like to use permanently, would probably cost around five thousand dollars. Something. Something like that. Yeah. So so again, that's why I thank you for (laughs) planting the seed. Now, now you're obviously balling on a budget until you get a sponsor. Yes. What is, how are you going to, how are you going to rein this in? So you're, you're holding off on the chair for now. Yeah. You're, you're borrowing your dad, a monitor from your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the tower, you said you have a keyboard and mouse, yeah. but you're probably going to have to upgrade those in a little bit there. How much is that? How much is a good gaming keyboard and mouse cost could run somebody? Actually, the one that I have right now, it's perfectly fine. This is, this one's um, a Devastator 3 Cooler Master Keyboard. It Sounds runs, cool. It runs with an RGB on the back. Um, Can you tell us what an RGB is for the people at home? Yeah, it's just lighting that goes on the back of your keyboard. I actually go. want to know what that meant. All right, oh, go on. Uh, I think it's like, uh, I, I don't know what it stands for. Um, I'll have to look it up. Okay, get back to uh, us. <laughs> anyway, so it, wait, what was I talking about? What, what you have to get next? You said you have oh. a monitor, you're happy with your keyboard and your gaming mouse. You said you're holding off on the chair, and it's so the thing you're missing is just the tower, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, oh. that's it. That should be a piece of cake. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the a good game, like a better gaming uh, keyboard and mouse, would cost cost around, um, let's see, probably around a thousand dollars for both of them combined. Uh, yeah, some of the popular streamers like Ninja has his own brand of mouse, uh, the Ninja Air. It's very light. I think twenty three grams. Um, it, it you can change the sensitivity on it um and it is really cool it's about five hundred dollars and then same with the one that uh tifu expensive mouse yeah tifu uses a ducky keyboard tifu yeah he's also a streamer he streams fortnite mostly he's pretty cool um yeah <laughs> so he uses a ducky and um it's got rgb it's very it's got mechanical keys and gel keycaps uh, and then also one thing that uh, most streamers are arguing about nowadays are which one's better, membrane keyboards or um, mechanical keyboards. Personally, I think whoa, mechanical. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? Explain to me. 
what is the difference between a membrane keyboard and what was the other one? Mechanical. Mechanical keyboard. All right, <laughs> I go mean, on. I already asked okay. So right. yeah, so a mechanical keyboard has no gel to stop it from making a sound. It's so nice when you have no membrane. It the look on your like, face is priceless right now really as is. you're explaining this. It's amazing. This. Yeah, it's it's honestly, it's way easier to, if you touch it, it's way more sensitive. So if you don't like pressing in your keycaps a lot, that's a really good one. Membrane, you need to, I don't really personally like membrane better, but membrane is better for if you want, sometimes your keycaps can get stuck if they're mechanical because they don't have any membrane as it gets older. So membrane prevents that from happening. It's still a pretty good keyboard, but I would rather a mechanical one. I mean, wow. I mean my mind's blown right now. So I'm coming back to this one thing now. You said you don't know any kids that have an entire PC game and setup. That's correct, right? Just because of the cost, obviously. I know one kid. That that like physically know him? Yes, I physically okay. know him. All right, don't say his name All unless right, we I get copyright not. consent there. Yes. Now, and you said you said the number one barrier is the cost. Yes. Uh, for creating these these gaming systems platforms, there's gonna be more kids. I'm gonna do some research research, and I'll come back to you, and I'm gonna find out who has a complete. Brendan in eighth grade mm-hmm. is just like so geeked up. He got the Yeti mic. You already have the mic there. I do. Like Yeti's you have my best friend. The Yeti Blue. Like these are amazing mics. That's what I we do so our good. podcast on they mm-hmm. i mean they capture every little sound really and do yeah. we, we do love these and you got these for your youtube yep. streaming mm-hmm. and YouTube. so sam's been ahead of the game with the yeti yep. and you said we need to get the blue and uh you're like we don't want we don't want blue mics we yeah, want i was the... really confused about that <laughs> um so but everyone even the, so many students come to the classroom they're like oh man you guys have the yeti blue like so many people like understand about that for the mics but wouldn't you need a camera like also because I remember yeah. you were telling me about that you needed like a, yeah. a camera as well. Yeah, you could um, you could do one for your streaming PC. Uh, you sh- usually the um, streamers that have more of a expensive setup have two PCs and two monitors, um, and so one's for streaming and one's for gaming. You would usually put the mo- uh, the camera on the your gaming PC so they can look at you. Um, personally, I would like to get a Logitech camera. It is really good. I would love to get a Logitech one. That's those are pretty my cheap, though. Yeah, those Logitech. are they're reasonable. Like uh, yeah, they're reasonably priced, and that's why I think it's such a good deal because they've been can, around forever. Yeah, Logitech's a great brand. Now, I, I think it's a great investment. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, potentially. A couple thousand dollars to potentially earn three million dollars at the Fortnite, what was it called? World Cup. World Cup. I feel like my son has had a secret life that I was unaware of. I didn't even know that you knew all these things. Secretly, I am Booga. (laughs) (laughs) He may be. I genuinely am just in awe right now. Now, I'm in awe as well because I'm trying to process this all. And it's just, I mean, you know your stuff. You're you're Mm -hmm. all in. But the thing I have to see... How are you going to scale down this tower that you say could potentially run to $10,000? How are you going to nickel and dime it to make this a potential? I'm not. You're not? Um, You're going big? I'm going big. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he is not sparing any cost, no. folks. I uh, love it. Between dog sitting and some payment on the side. And cat sitting. I heard, yeah, I heard cat you're a notorious sitting. cat sitter as and well. I would like to 
babysit some too, but right. I'm going to get it done. It's going to be done. Do you have your babysit certification? I do not, but I'm going to do it online. You're going to do it online. Yes. All right. Wow. So this man is driven, clearly. And you've inspired me as an educator to really, I've been like starting to follow all these people on Twitter that are all about the esports EDU platform. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's at the high school level. So the high school level, it's, it's getting huge at the high school level. And like yeah. my goal, I still have two more years with you. I got to really start pulling some plugs here and, and introducing this to our kids because yes. I, I want to be the first. We want to be the first, mm -hmm. me Definitely. and you, Schofield. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, I'm just. I, I've learned so much. I, I can't oh even gosh. like process like all this knowledge that you just dropped. Well, and it's like this is it. This is a conversation happening that I think you and I were like so not even aware was here. But this is one person at this school that kind of speaks for a large population of the student body, and so you want to tap into that and really take what they're passionate about and bring that you know here. But that's mm -hmm. just amazing. Like. I have a million questions. I agree. Like we could talk to you for hours and hours and hours because I just, there's so many things that you touched on that I am fascinated by. Mm -hmm. This is just so cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you talk about the, the college scholarships, the high school level, yeah. um, the things that you're going to do. I'm rooting for you. I told you. I was your number one big fan with us. Your mom wasn't happy yeah. when, uh, when you looked over and you said, Mom, where is mine? Where yeah. is mine? Yeah. Where well, I will, I will tell you, you know, when we talked about your gaming system, when you were crunching the numbers, I don't ever remember 10,000 being a number, <laughs> number that you threw out. I remember hundreds, but this I was, is... I was being nice. Yeah, okay. really nice because this is really, really enlightening. Um, to me and I just I'm fascinated I do support your passions and I am going to help encourage you to reach this goal one thing that I do have to well, say Sam for the record since oh, yeah. we are we are recording this podcast Sam did come to me in confidence and said you are starting to waffle a little bit that was his. He said, I'm worried about my mom. I don't think she's behind me anymore. Yes, is I did. Is this true? I did. He said, he said she's, she's on the fence and she's starting to waffle. Yep. She's well, waffling. If you want to talk <laughs> she's about that. Waffle people. He, he said, you're waffling. So here is, here is what Sam interprets as a waffling. So originally I thought him earning money towards this would He's solely... working. He's wor no, he, I know, I he know. came in this morning. He's trying to get more cat sitting gigs. He was like solely though it cannot, this, right? it solely cannot be <laughs> you are <laughs> just like we are. This is an appearance fee. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> maybe Chick-fil-A. That's right. So originally we talked about making it grades and behavior based. However, yeah. when you are, have such a passion and this is a, quite a, an expensive you know, thing that you're trying to earn. And not the only potential, that, the potential, the potential, potential. $3 million, yeah. I, I mom. I, I hear you. <laughs> but here's the thing. If you want something, this is the first thing in your life that would be really worth going for. And so it has to, we have to come up with a bigger plan that can't just be your parents buying that for you. So that's true. So I, I'm not waffling, but I don't want to hand you something. Well, first of all, I couldn't hand you something. <laughs> you're, you're not waffling, you're pancaking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's but be honest, you're folks. We well will played. come up with a plan. We will come up with a plan. I, However, I think he has the plan. Yeah, I think he has I, the I still plan. I don't see the part where we're going to pay for this, $10, but $10,000 is, you know, I mean, that's basically my whole student loan. So I'm <laughs> yeah. saying, saying, you know, I'm mm -hmm. just, that's. And, and, and you guys are looking at getting a pool. Like yeah. this is uh, this this is my third little dent in the the, the whole pool Good. mix there. Yes. 
Wow. I mean, and the good thing was, I mean, as teachers, we, we, we finally did get paid. You know, it's hard as you go through the summer of teachers. And then what, this past week, we didn't even touch on that. That Teachers have finally been, got their, their first check of the school year. That's always a good feeling. Everyone takes a breath. And, it's not a full yeah. paycheck, though. Yes, that's it's true. Not a full that's, paycheck. That's true. <laughs> the, next, the next paycheck will feel more like, okay, we're good. Yeah, we're back in it there. I mean, well, I just want to thank you, Sam, for yes. all that stuff. I look forward, like I said, like uh, with your class this quarter. I don't tell anyone, but we are going to be. I'm going to be rolling out the Minecraft EDU once uh, those come in, and yes. I've seen how excited the kids are with that mm-hmm. that true gamification yeah. in mm-hmm. the classroom. Uh, I think uh, I'm still trying to process it all, but I loved having you on here. It was awesome. I think we've learned a lot about Sam and his infinite knowledge of no this. I, I hope it inspires other people. Um, I mean, there's so many things we could get into, but I just don't think we have time. I no. think we just have to get a recap of your summer. I think okay. Sam will yes. be an yeah. iceberg. It's time. Yeah, I, I think. Iceberg. Well, Sam, Sam, with the, the the steep appearance fee he has, I think he will be a, a recurring a guest, a recurring guest that comes on many times and i I, I love this i I had so so much fun i I don't i won't lie though like i genuinely feel like so much of that conversation was like right above my head and i'm still trying to pull parts back and just say (laughs) you know i am i need to help i need help processing it so you have to break it down later you might have to build you a tower so you can process i might (laughs) i might have to build you a tree that Gross money. Good. Yeah. yeah. Amen to that. That's true. All right, Invent tell it. us about your Yeah, tell us your summer. You were all over the place. Alrighty. So my summer started out. I had a week by myself doing whatever I wanted, which was amazing. But then I was ready. I went with my mom to California. Mm-hmm. I saw my baby cousin being born. Well, not literally. Well, no, that would be a bit weird and strange. But like, no, but like, you know, an hour after she was born. Yeah. She is the cutest thing ever, so Amelia. Cute. Yes. Yeah. She's adorable. Yeah. Um, also, uh, can I plug? Yes, you can plug. All right, shameless plug. I'm gonna wait to the end. When oh. we do our Twitter feeds, we'll plug. Okay. Right. Keep going with your right. summer. Okay. Don't 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 throw a, a shameless plug okay. into, <laughs> into the middle of your summer. All right. Well, so it is Finley's thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I thought he was plugging his no, own no. his own yeah. his own social no, media no. channels. All right, yeah. go do your shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. My cousin's gonna be in a movie. Main part, Zoe, playing with fire, coming out in November. Watch it. Yeah. Who Please. else is in the movie? Tell us who else is in the movie. John Cena, King and Michael Key. And John Leguizamo. Great pronunciation. Yeah. I was, Judy I was like, Greer. I, I thought for sure you were going to butcher it, and I was going to no. have to come in and save you. Yeah. No, that's no, a great cast. All right, go on with yeah. your summer. And then uh, I again, what's the release date? Uh, like November ninth, I think. Ninth, yeah, you're right. Um, get your popcorn ready. That's yeah, right. get your popcorn. <laughs> um, then I went back from California, and I was ready. It was time for me to go to Big Red, my Boy Scout camp up in tucson i said up yes we camped in a mountain we're not crazy um it was mount lemon whitetail campgrounds so fun i went on a five mile hike down and saw a lake we picked up trash for an hour for some service hours it was so much fun i loved it it was great experience i met so many new kids because i'm kind of a newcomer in my troop and it was so it was so nice meeting all these kids and bonding with them. I just love my troop. And then when I came back, I was like, 
Okay. Well, it's Friday. Is this the same troop that when you went on uh, a camping trip or, uh, earlier in the spring, where you were roasting everyone around yeah. the campfire? Yeah. Literally, you were you were just roasting. Yeah. You were just roasting all these kids I was and like roasting them to you, perfection. You, you literally just were just like people were just like in hysterics. I heard like I heard rumors of just like yes. you came back and everyone yes. just was just enamored with he, your sense of humor. Yeah, he might dropped that. <laughs> yeah, I did. And then log dropped yeah. so, into the fire. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that was Friday and we had uh, we came back from that and it was a week long and I was like I was so tired because we came back and there was a bunch of problems. Someone's tire blew out, uh, I believe. And then also we had trouble with gas and um, trouble with traffic. So we came back at like five ish. Um, All right, Sam, we're going to wrap this up, okay. my man. Go quick. Then, tell, us, tell us where in the world anyway, you are. Like, I went you know. to Maryland uh, in Virginia with my uncle's troop for another camp, and then I came back and went to California again, and then I started school. Wow. I mean, it was, it was a pretty epic summer there. I didn't mean to have to wrap it that quick. Sorry there, buddy. That was like, funny. Uh, that was uh, the cliff notes if I ever heard that of was, That was the, the cliff notes edition. Um, you had an epic summer. Uh, I just like, uh, we did Google My Maps the other day, and I was telling your mom, I'm like, all these places you show me at the camp in Virginia. Like, you tell me all the history of all these families that own these different camps. PMI, and, Parking Meters Incorporated. Yep. He was down, I mean, it was, it was so cool. And he's like, he's like, we don't like this camp. Tell us about the one camp that you guys don't like there. Olmstead. What, why do you guys not like that camp? You guys have cabins. You guys have two dining halls. Please. Yep. And a grow computer up. lab. It's grow camping, up. right? It's glamping, actually. It's glamping. Okay. All right. He's better. All right. Yes. Clearly. Uh, this was this was awesome. The sad thing is, like, we haven't even touched the tip of, like, the things that, that Sam teaches us and tells us about. That's true. I mean, I feel like you could have your own spinoff podcast where you're just like, you know, the thoughts of, of Sam and all the things that you do. Yep. Uh, we look forward to having you on again. Final thoughts from you, boss? I, I just don't even know. There's, I mean, you've given me so much to think of. Basically, that I have to come up with college tuition and a gaming computer. Yep. So, um, <laughs> hey, well, the scholarship. Sal- I mean, we, we, we got <laughs> to think about salary. this potential. I, I'm a little bit concerned, but super supportive. All right. Well, it was awesome, Sam. Uh, thank you for coming on. No problem. Hopefully your mom uh, gets you that appearance fee. And yep. uh, we look forward to having you on again. Definitely. That's all for this week. If you're like us and you can't get enough of the Nailed It wall, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton. And I'm on Instagram, Sam squared underscore 19.